0: Michael Oloyede, actor, producer, creative director, and digital lead. A man who, when he speaks, you listen. At first meeting, it's transparent that Michael carries himself with pride. And quickly in the conversation, we learn that he is also a man of persistence and humility, who pursues his goals with the unyielding vision of excellence. In this episode, we learn more about the man who took a childhood dream and actualized it leading him to a platform where he has the consequential opportunity to inspire, influence, and inform his community, while simultaneously challenging himself to live each day to the fullest, taking claim of the successes which are rightfully his. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Michael, how's it going? Good, good. Good, How are you? really good thank you so much for joining us here with how he does it thank you for having me of course um now just for the fun of it could you say your full name for me um michael aloyade gosh Day. oh say
1: it one more time michael aloyade so that's good oh day michael aloyade yeah that's good yeah. and where are you from um born in london okay I lived in Jersey for a stint, moved to Atlanta, and I did my growing up there. Mm -hmm. And I've been
0: in New York for six years now. Wow. Yeah. My gosh. So So. is it after 10 years that you're an actual New Yorker? After 10 years. Yeah. Do you feel like it's going to take that long or do you feel like a New Yorker now? Mm, I don't feel like a New Yorker now. No? No. Do you feel like a Southerner?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I'm in that in-between place of... Where am I from?
0: Yeah. Because
1: New York is home, but the South is still home, too. Mm, You know? I think, give me five more years, and that will make more sense for me. Gotcha. I'm still in that in between. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm moving to L.A. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But
0: most times I'm like, I love this city. Mm -hmm. It's always either New York or L.A. Yeah. Yeah. It's re- it, I feel like it's rare that someone from New York is like, I'm going to move to Arkansas. Right.
1: Yeah. And when they do that, they're just over it all. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like, why did I do this? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so what brought you to New York? So
1: when I was in college, I interned for a big retail company in their advertising department, and they offered me a job. In the back of my mind, I was like, this is my ticket to New York to pursue Mm -hmm. acting. So I came up here, started working. Two weeks into the job was like, there's no way I could do this. Mm. So I started taking acting classes and worked there for about a year and some change and then transitioned out and started acting full time. Gotcha. So you knew you wanted to be an actor before you came? Yeah. yeah, When did that start? I mean, fourth grade. Wow. That's when I... I mean, I, I knew in pre-K that I wanted to be on stage because there was a moment where, for graduation, our teacher asked who wanted to sing um, this Harry be- Belafonte song, and I was so scared to raise my hand, but I knew I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but I didn't. So fourth grade, that opportunity came about, and I did it, and it was amazing, and then that's when I knew that like performing is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um. And then when I, while I was in college, I interned here in the city, and I just kept thinking to myself, do I love this? Like, working a nine-to-five, is this something I can do forever? Since it's not something I love, what is it that I love that I will do without, like, a paycheck, you know? What mm-hmm. can I do without being paid? And it was acting. So I actually started flirting with acting while I was in college. I would uh, take classes outside of my school. And I um, I was an extra on the Hunger Games. Really? And yeah, 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 yeah. There's a scene where, I forget which Hunger Games it was. I think it was the second one. Um, there's like a big riot scene that I'm in.
0: Have you watched the movie to find yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly where I am. Ooh. It's
1: like point... Oh, six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll
0: go home and fast forward to right. point oh six seconds. Right, right. But it's
1: um being on that set, it's such, it was such a massive set. Yeah. And I got to kind of watch like Jennifer Lawrence and Francis, the director, like do what they do. And I, from that point, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. this is right before I graduated college. So when I got to New York, like that was kind of some steam.
0: Yeah. 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 So how'd you get your foot in the door when you got here? Do you feel like that was really difficult or did you have your connections already?
1: Acting-wise? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I just, I honestly, it was just a lot of beginner's luck. Um, I I knew the first thing I wanted to do was like be good or have a sense that I was good or I had some kind of skill. So I enrolled at Stellar Adler, which is a studio here in Mm -hmm. the city. Um, a bunch of really dope actors I look up to have been there, have gone through those doors. And so I started studying there, and, and I met people in my class that were everyday working actors. Um, my teachers shared advice and, and, and pathways to enter in the business. And I also joined a studio called Anthony Mindel. And there were a bunch of working actors on Broadway, on TV. Um, The instructors were working actors as well. So just forming that community Mm -hmm. through
0: class was how I kind of found my way into the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So interesting because I feel like in every profession, or at least in the spaces I've been in, the creative spaces, it's all about your community. Mm -hmm. The people that you know, the people who are encouraging you, the people who... uh, kind of understand the day in and day out Yeah, and able to continue to spur you on. Yeah. And you feel like you found that when you first moved here. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things I love about the city. Mm. Community is key. And for me, it's always been easy to find. Yeah, And easy to, like, kind of, you know, form or build if I wanted to. Because um, everyone some people are going after the same thing, but a lot of Mm -hmm. people are going after very different things. And there are different ways to help each other that way too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Are you, I feel like a lot of what you do is focused on community. Community is for creatives, but also community for people of color. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us more about that? How'd you found your way into the Creative Collective and what CultureCon means to you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The Creative Collective, we um our founder Imani Ellis, she would text us on random Fridays and be like, Hey, come over. It's raining, there's nothing to do, let's just vibe mm-hmm. and it would be like ten, fifteen of us and then slowly that happened more often and it was like forty of us mm-hmm. in a one bedroom apartment and it got to a point where it just had to become something yeah. because people wanted it and people needed it. Uh, so that's how it was formed. And from there, we, we just found the growth to be organic mm. because there was such a need for a space to just be able to meet people and be and and not have to code switch or put on this fake armor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so it was months of like us doing panels and workshops and 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 just different types of events and Imani was like one day, what if we did all of this in one day? And we looked at her like, huh? Yeah, what if we did a conference? Okay. Uh so then I think that was summer 20. What is this? 2019? Mhm summer 2017 and then by october we did our first conference with spike lee as our keynote wow yeah and it's it's special like this year we had regina king tracy ellis ross Sanaa lathan um part of our culture con day Uh during the week we had will smith that's incredible wow give opening remarks before his film um it's it's turned into a week long of events and a day of a conference so it's it's just for me it's very special because i know how bad we need that space mm-hmm. cuz it hasn't been built for us yeah we on a daily basis walk into rooms that weren't built for us that don't know how to cater, cater to us organically so um it's been real special like to see how appreciative people are of it how people use it to their advantage and and movies have been made from people um coming and meeting their businesses have been started Mm -hmm. um relationships have been started so it's dope to see like those things
0: grow wow that's incredible yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that's so encouraging yeah what's so this started in someone's living room of just coming together to vibe yeah what's the vision of it today Like going forward or like today, what's the goal of the creative collective? Yeah. So uh, the
1: goal is really to make sure that we as people of color are the uh, gatekeepers of our culture. Mm. Like we dictate our culture, you know, we have a say so at, we have a, a seat at the table we are the starters of, uh, these ideas and these, these, uh, um, mm, sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, but like it, it's, it's, it's the goal right now is just f- to provide that space for mm-hmm. people of color to like really have an agency for their, their ideas, their thoughts, their businesses, and the things that they
0: want to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that's incredible. So yeah. now, stepping into CultureCon, mm-hmm. can you tell us about the vision of that and also what your experience has been with that? Yeah. You talked a little bit about meeting Tracee Ellis Ross as yeah. a queen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, CultureCon is basically a day filled with panels, workshops, activations. Um, we had Tracee Ellis Ross drop gems about life and, you know, how she's lived it up to the point where she is now and what Mm -hmm. she lives by and just I think what's really special about that is having someone that a lot of us look up to that looks like us on a stage in the same room it's like a conversation Mm -hmm. you know it feels big but what we always tell ourselves when we're planning anything when we're doing anything is we need it to feel like it felt like when we were in that living room in that apartment um so, and I feel like Tracy, tra- Tracy and a bunch of, and everybody who spoke that day, it felt like that. Mm. Um, so the goal is just to, like, inspire, uh, inspire, and representation is, I think, the most powerful way to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My gosh. So yeah. you, I feel like you're, a, m- like, a almost a Swiss army knife of a person. You're an actor. <laughs> yeah. You're... Involved in events and, mm-hmm. I mean, things that are bringing so much value to uh, our community. Yeah. Um, But also a producer. Producer, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Tell us about that. Yeah, so um, I've always been interested in what happens behind the scenes mm. of any type of production. In college, I was president of our fashion club. I would put on the fashion shows. Um I kind of did the creative, di- I was, in, I'm in a fraternity. Um, I did like the creative direction for our step show and I was also in the step show. So it's hard for me to be in something and just be told to like stand here and smile at this moment. I like to, to know the process and yeah. be a part of the process. Uh, so a friend of mine, Lauren Marissa Smith, uh, I was over her house, I want to say a year ago. She was helping me with an audition. She was like, I want you to read this two pages of something I wrote. And I read it, and it was amazing. Mm. And I was like, we have to make this. So fast forward to this past summer, we did a uh, Seed and Spark crowdfunding campaign. Wow. We wa- raised $25,000. And uh, yeah, so we're producing a digital series called Maybe It's Me. Uh, it's a five-part series that follows six young uh, black people in and out of relationships, mm-hmm. and they're navigating, you know, the breakups, the makeups, but they're also realizing that maybe the issue doesn't lie within their partners; maybe it's within themselves. Wow! So it's like a drama with a little bit of comedy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's um. It's it's going well. We're in pre-production right now. Um B Monet is our director. She just uh, she's the first black woman to direct a Cadillac commercial. She has a really dope uh documentary on Hulu right now. Um she's incredible. Mm. Lauren who wrote um the series is incredible as well and we have a, a dope crew of producers as well. So yeah, it's um uh it's it's exciting because it's it's cool to be able to just say, "Hey, I'm going to create work for myself." Mm. And friends and peers and others and other artists, you know. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: You uh, are there specific uh things that you guys get into with this film because I feel like even th- talking about shows like Blackish, where they talk about police brutality and mm-hmm. uh, what it means to be a, a strong black woman, what it means to be a strong black man. Yeah. Do you, are there certain themes in the show that you uh, are like pressing for people to see? Yeah,
1: um, really, we want women to be able to. Well, women in this show that the female characters are very strong, and they and we and Lauren's goal was to have to let them have agency over their emotions Mm. and over their um choices and it not be a thing and for the men to be able to be vulnerable and to express that and to show that and what does that look like Mm. with black people specifically yeah you know um and there's the characters are so complex Mm -hmm. as well that it's it's very refreshing to see like oh Black people on screen be more than just what we've seen. Yeah, and it's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's happening. I watch Watchmen. Yes, do you watch Watchmen?
0: I keep saying I'm gonna start, but I haven't yet. Is it worth it?
1: Oh my god! Yeah, so worth it. And that show, I think, is doing an incredible mm-hmm. job. Um, Regina King
0: is amazing in it. But the, the characters are so complex. Mm. Yeah, that's so beautiful because I feel like thinking about complex characters and then. Even the two things that you just said of so often when we think of an emotional black woman or the picture that's been painted has been angry. Right. And we think of men in general, um, but also black men, it's void of emotion and right. empathy. So even just hearing that, like tackling those two issues of these complex characters which are living out the opposite of these stereotypes, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: it's um we're we're hoping to go into production april 2020 gosh that's exciting yeah so all the planning and we're gonna start casting soon um yeah it's exciting it's exciting it's a lot of work
0: yeah how do you find the balance in that the producing the acting the
1: you know i ask myself the same question yeah
0: i recently
1: have been asking myself that question a lot i've I've been questioning, should I do all this at the same time? Can I do mm-hmm. all this? But then you see people like Lena Waithe. And, you know, grant granted, she's been doing this for a while now and she has a team, but she still is so multi and so excellent at mm-hmm. it. And she's still a human being, very approachable, you know? So, like, that's kind of someone I look up to right now while I'm in this place of, like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. Should I do all of these things at the same time? It's possible. I mean, one, with everything I do, I have great teams involved. With acting, I have a manager and amazing agents that help me with that side. With the Creative Collective, we have an amazing team of people who make make sure things run smoothly for this f- um digital series we have an amazing team of producers who you know i work with so i think how all that gets done is teamwork mm. and having a really dope team yeah yeah gosh that's incredible yeah.
0: and you feel like that has so much to do with you continuing to thrive and succeed for sure yeah, yeah.
1: um i think that's the key for if you look at anyone who is successful you know no one does it alone Mm. you can't do it alone and if you say you did you're probably lying yeah someone to yourself at least right right um yeah team team the team has been a major
0: way yeah gosh what was it like for you just curious of uh coming from a nigerian family Mm -hmm. growing up in the south but also having the vision and the passion to be a creative. Was that supported? And Do you feel like you had the support stepping into that?
1: You, you know what? Surprisingly, and I say surprisingly because, you know, a lot of first-generation kids don't get the support, but my, my family has been super supportive. Mm. Um, in everything I've, I've always wanted to do. Since I was a kid, like, I remember... My mom or my dad taking me to auditions or basketball practice or, you know, uh, sac- getting, getting me a saxophone so I could play in a band. Um, they've always been supportive of um, any type of thing I wanted to do. It's just that the requirement is to do it the best mm. that I can. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, my mom still calls me every day. Like, how are your auditions going? Yeah. Uh, What's new? How's your production going? Like, she checks in, and I know how much of a privilege that is being a first-generation kid because, you know, for a lot of people, there's no example of artist in the family. That's not a thing. That's not a career path. Mm -hmm. So, it's really dope to have the parents I have that support. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And push you to excellence. So for you personally, being in this place, and you have parents who have pushed you to that excellence and still do, have you found a way to push yourself to that every day? Because, I mean, one, in acting, I feel like being in New York, it has to be so hard. Yeah. And holding yourself accountable to pursue excellence. But also, I feel like what you're doing outside of that with the creative collective and things like Culture Con, there's also a huge responsibility to be a voice and to give space for voices of color yeah how do you push yourself to excellence in that as well you know it's almost at this point become
1: it's not even a choice Hmm. it feels like a daily um it just feels natural to want to do the best that i can in every um And everything that I do, I always say this, this is kind of the hippie weirdo in me, Mm -hmm. but I always say sometimes I feel like I've lived many lives before this one. And in those lives, I've never fulfilled what I was supposed to do here on Earth. Mm. And this life feels differently because I decided that I'm not going to go like the traditional path. I'm going to pursue what I want to pursue, pursue my dreams, my goals. So it feels like it's this or nothing. Mm. Um. But yeah, yeah, I I have no choice. I feel like I have no choice but to um, to be the very best I can be. You know, and my family inspires that because I want to I want to be a good example for my brothers who are coming behind me. Yeah, I want to make my parents proud and I want to be able to like buy them a nice house and let them retire, you know? Yeah. So I think those are some things that push me as well. Um, and I want to just be an inspiration for people around me. Mm.
0: Yeah. Gosh, so good. Yeah. I feel like we get in there. <laughs> that was great. Um, I'll ask you this. You so busy mm-hmm. and have your hands in so many things um where can we see you where can we watch you where can we see your work continue to keep up with what's going on with the creative yeah yeah
1: Yeah. um so uh i was on a series on bet called brooklyn blue sky that's still up on the website so if you go to bet.com and you search brooklyn blue sky it's still there um creative collective you can follow us on Instagram at the CCNYC. We, every month, have an event or something that you can be a part of. Um, uh, we send out information about that through our newsletter. And, of course, CultureCon, October 2020. Woo! <laughs> Nervous? Uh, excited? Yeah. And then, you know, f- honestly, I think over the next few months, my head's going to be down. Because, like, I'm auditioning for things. I'm in produ- pre-pro- pre-production pre for, maybe it's me. Um, I'm also writing a little bit. So, like, the next few months, my head's just going to be down. Yeah. Focused on those things. That's why I like the winter in New York. Because mm-hmm. you stay in your house and you just work. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Until the summertime comes around, which you love to get out. Until summertime comes. Yeah. I can't wait. Gosh, that's the yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. You... Uh, is it huge being on a, a series with BT? you, you it, it happened two
1: years ago. And, wow, this is 2019, two mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, that's when it premiered. It was kind of surreal how yeah. it happened. Like, I was not even supposed to be on that show. And I say that um, the audition happened. I got an email. I mm. was at my parents house in Houston the audition was the next day changed my flight hopped on the flight we had a connecting flight in Washington come out to find my connecting flight the gates don't match up so I asked him like hey where's this gate and she's like oh no you have to go to a different airport it's like what okay where's the shuttle there's no shadow. $80 taxi, running to my gate, barely made it. I email, well, I, I get on the plane. The plane is delayed an hour. I email casting. I'm like, hey, I'm running late, no response. I'm in the air, and I'm freaking out. This I've been freaking out this whole time. Mm-hmm. From the time like I find out that I have to go to a different airport, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened in between that time. And then I look out, I'm like, look, if it's for me, it's for me. So I land. I thought I was landing in LaGuardia, landed in Newark. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I had to take the train. I get to Penn Station. It's like two hours after my audition was supposed to happen. And I'm like, do I go to this audition or do I just go home? Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. Let me just go. What's the worst that could happen? They're not there. Cool. So I go, I get there. There's obviously no one in the waiting room. I look at the list of people who auditioned for today. All my friends auditioned. Everyone I know in the freaking city auditioned for it. I'm like, great. I hear some chatter in the in the room. You're never supposed to knock on a casting door, but mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, I'm like, whatever. What's the worst that can happen? Right. Yeah. So I knock, and then someone yells back, "Sorry, we're done for today." And I was like, okay, whatever. I came, I saw, didn't conquer, but cool. Yeah. So I'm leaving with my luggage, like, and door opens, and Dewey Gerard, who's the um, cr- one of the creators, he's like Michael, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, ah, all right, come in. They all have their jackets on, what? ready to go. They sit down. I audition. Don't know what I did. I said some words. But I auditioned. Mm-hmm. And then he comes to me afterwards and he's like, are you free tomorrow? Want to just see you with one actress or something. I'm like, okay, cool. Long story short, audition with who becomes my co-star, Chanel. Um, wow. Yeah, and get the part. And little did I know, Dewey told me like way, way, way after that, when I sent my headshot in his head, he already cast me in the role. Wow. That's incredible. Right. So it's like, you know, being on beach, he is amazing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being on that platform is amazing. But like, for me, that experience was like teaching me that what's for you is for you. Mm. And you just go after it. Um,
0: Yeah. Very special time. So good. I feel like that entire story is, I mean, exactly what you just said. I feel like now my hippie, Weird hippie mind is like coming out, but this like image of this was already yours. Mm-hmm. And then through uh, the shuttle and the $80 taxi and the running to the airport, all you were doing was running to what was already yours mm-hmm. to claim it. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good story. Yeah, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, that's life, man. Yeah. You know, the things we want and the things we talk about, they Appear. It's mm. just us meeting it where 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 they are. um That's what's helped me get through New York, because mm. New York can be very tricky sometimes. You know, especially being for me, if I was in corporate America, I know like after three years, I'm a senior marketing manager. Then I'm a director. Then I'm a VP. Then I'm a, I know what that is. But like but acting, could take ten years, and then yeah. you finally, you know. And I've seen examples of that. I have like mentors and people that I look up to that have been grinding for years, and they're just now, you know, booking and hitting their stride. Yeah. Um. But the little wins are what I'm trying to focus on more mm. now. Gosh, it's yeah, it's like
0: Oprah's comment about. We all want it so fast. Hmm. Instead of realizing that you have to take it step by step. This is the next right step, and this is the next right step. Yeah, Until you get to that place that you're trying to get. Yeah, and it makes it more enjoyable. Yeah,
1: Now is all we have. We don't have the past, and we don't have the future. Those ideas are not in our grasp. Mm. Now is all we have. So
0: enjoy that. (laughs) So good. Is it hope or faith or like what is it cause you said that it could be 10 years or it could be 20 years mm-hmm. and not knowing that pursuing today for today but is it what is it that keeps you going even in today
1: um if i ever get a tattoo um it would probably be like two words above my knees and one would be patience and the other one would be persistence mm. patience for the things you can't control and persistence for the things you can't you know i think those are the two those two words have motivate me and push me through every single
0: time you know wow yeah so good yeah great well thank you so much for coming on no doubt this is great we can't wait to see all that you do yeah all that you're in Yeah, yeah, all that you create 2020 2020 (laughs) look out gosh thanks